Okay, so today's daf is daf Samech Dalad. We begin the Mishnah. This is now Halacha Vav. And the Mishnah begins. If someone removes their fingernails by using their fingernails to remove the fingernails, they pick away the nails. Zubazel Oshinavo uses his teeth. The Chen Basaro, if he plucks his hair, the Chen Samo, his mustache, the Chen Skano, his beard, the Chen Hagodelet, the Chen Hakochelet, the Chen Hapokeset. So Godelet is planting one's hair. The Chen Hakochelet is using um, makeup on their face, so on their eyes. The Chen Hapokeset. Now, Pokeset, there are two explanations of what Pokeset is. Um, the Corbinator brings explanation that means like parting one's hair. However, Rabhaim talks about it's also a type of makeup. But what does it mean, makeup? It's not that it's putting on makeup. I read it says, Tachmin Batsek Alpanea. She takes some sort of dough, puts on her face. Okushinatlo, when she removes it, it's Ma'adima Basa. It'll actually, the result would have reddens the face. Okay? And that would be Chai Mishum Sovea. Okay? Um, Opatra, now, well, it's like Sovea. Let me just explain. You'll see in all these cases, it says that Rebeliezer is Mechaev, Chatat Vachim Omrim, that it's Mishum Shvod. So Rebeliezer's Mechaev, first thing, the first case is Mishum Gozez, because you're moving hair, removing nails, things like that. Godella will explain what Godella is going to be in the Gemara. Um, it's, uh, it's, Mushum Bonneb will explain what that is. It's like Binyan. We talked about planting being a type of Bonne in the past. Um, then what's other ones we mentioned in the Mishnah? Kochelet is Mushum Kotev, because she's like writing on her eyes. Well, not on the eye itself, but on the eye, eyelids and things like that. And the other one would be, as she said, where I said, if you say Pokeset, he's talking about making the face red. That's Mushum Sovea. However, Chachamim, all this situation says it's actually Patar Valasur, because it's also Mishum Shvot, meaning it, since it's not the derech to do the malach in that way, meaning what's a derech to cut one's nails? With scissors, not with biting them off. And similarly with the makeup, with writing and binyan and all these other things, kote, binyan, tzoveya, these aren't the real derech of it, but nonetheless it's also Midr Okay? Uh, now, let's continue. Tolash Matzitanakur, if someone picks a some plant or something from a plant from that's planted in Natsitz Hanakuv, meaning it's got a hole at its base, then it's Chayav. In because it has a hole at its base, considered Mechubala Karaka. Nakuv, if it doesn't have a hole at its base, then it's not considered connected to the ground, then it would be Patal. Once again, Patal of Asu means Asu Midarabana. Okay, now let's continue. The Rabbi Shimon says, Potter Bazel Bazen. We'll have to understand what the opinions of Rabbi Shimon when we get to the Gemara. Why is he exempted even if it's Natsitz Hanakuv? We'll discuss that. Let's now learn the Gemara. Reval B'Shem Rebbe Yossi Barachanina says, what's, a, what's the Machloket, meaning to understand the opinion of Rebbe, um, Rebbe Yezer that, that says that if even if one bites one's nails or picks one's nails away, they are, it would be Chayev. He says, when does he Cholek to say he's Chayev? That's Bishnat Lohu. That's if you're taking your own nails off. Aval Imnatla Acher, if you're talking about somebody else taking it off, then it's Mu'usin, it's disgusting. Meaning even Rebbe Yezer would say that someone picks Somebody else's nails off, not using scissors or using their teeth about it. That's something that was that's not that's not the way to do it. It's not even considered gossip. He would agree with Chachamim. This only Asamid Rabbanan. Now the Gemara says, what about Shita? What's a Dibre Chachamim? Why Chachamim say like picking with your nails, picking your nails with your nails, or biting them off is considered Asamid Rabbanan and not a Malacha? That's it. Says Elohim Enchaim Adshi Tlena Bekarastal. Now, Krastal here, the Rebbeim explains, is actually means referring to the scissors. Unless you shear them off, literally use scissors to cut them off, that's uh, then uh, that would have been the Malach of the Otherwise, it would be in Rabbanan. So Rabbi uh, Rabbi Aval B'Shem Rabbi Yossi Ben Chinnah says, "Hagodelat chayav mishum bone." If someone plaits hair, it's part of the Malacha of binyan bone constructing. 
So Ba'atika Yid Amar Yochanan Beshem Beshem Rav Benaya says Ba'atrin Tzavchen LeKliyata Biniyata. In other words, that as Rabbi Yochanan says, in our place we refer to braiding as building, right? In other words, can you build my hair? Would be the the way they would describe it. Fine. So Amar Abzira says, one second, I understand. That doesn't it seem to be more similar when you're plaiting in one's hair? Doesn't it seem to more be closer to the malacha of weaving? I would think that that seems to be more associated. And we saw this before the Gemara discusses you have certain things that are so remote from one another at the same malacha and certain things that are so similar in the different malachas. But anyway, he says, if you're looking at similarity, I would think that the, the plaiting, braiding one's hair, despite the fact it's still attached to one's head, he understands that that is considered, that should be like weaving. Now we say Machlashith the Rebizira, but one second Rebizira seems to contradict himself because he's someone else. The Taman Amar Rebizira, the Rebchia B'Shem Rav Yochanan says Hakolea Shlosha Nimin Shalosh Nimin. Someone plaits three different hairs together by Adam. We say Chayim B'Shum Arig. He's Chayim B'Shum weaving. However, Amar Rebizira, Rebizira himself says Lot Tavu V'Arig. Who? In other words, it seems to be. What do you mean Arig? It seems to be much closer to spinning, right? Meaning when you get fibers. Off and uh, of woolen fibers off uh, of sheep, and then you spin it into threads. That's the tovea. So if I'm getting little hairs and putting it together, putting together, um, plaiting it, braiding it together, he thinks that's like to, 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 like, like spinning. Whereas we just said, the Rebbe Zira says, isn't braiding like oreg weaving? Okay, so so uh, or So no, it says it depends. It depends how, how, what type of braid you're doing it. If you're taking literally three hairs and braiding together, that's when he says that should be like spinning, like uh, spinning uh, fibers together to make a thread. However, when does he say it should be, it, uh, he, he thinks that should be more like weaving rather than binyan. That's when you're talking about uh, a braid that we're more familiar with. When you're taking large bunches of hair and, and, and sort of weaving it together or braiding it together. Okay. Gemara then continues. One might have thought that it would really, if that's the case, it should just be one malocha. Meaning? That, you know, whether it's ma'at or harbe, it's the same pula. Not necessarily. I mean, well, not necessarily. I mean, the, the nature of what you're doing is different. I mean, like, I give right. an example. You know, you're, well, that's exactly oreg and tove, exactly the same type of uh, question. Meaning, if I'm taking single fibers, I make it that's spinning fibers together. Let, and if I take uh, already spun fibers and weave it together, that's oreg. So there is a there, there is an just like the diff. It's the difference between a cable and a fine rope. I mean, so in other words, you, I wouldn't be surprised if we had one malacha and it said whether it's three fibers or whether it's. 30,000 fibers. It should be the one malacha. I, I, yes, I hear what you're saying, but that didn't stop us. Remember, we're, we're looking at, um, we were looking at the construction of the Mishkan in terms of the process that were involved to define malachot. And we've seen things that are even closer together than this. For example, there are three malachot that are effectively, effectively border. It's all selected. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, there was winnowing, uh, sifting, and, um, and, um, and I can't remember the third. I just said had a blank. But again, that that we, so uh, that that that's if you've got a cash on that, you've got a big cash on what we've, what we've seen previously. The three malachas that even right. similar. Okay. Okay. Um, where were we? Okay. Just lost the place. And here. So the Gemara says, "Haradat Amar da Adam Behema." Change the word here from Tower to Patur. That's what Rav Chaim says. He says, when you're talking about braiding, that only refers to the, where Rabbi Lazar, sorry, is mechayev. 
That's the Adam. That's when it comes to a human being. Aval, if you're dealing with an animal, you're braiding the hairs of an animal. Okay. There we say that that is actually considered to be patu. Why? Like we see elsewhere. Now what's it? Psika is rutsuat rachav, wide straps. And lilvav is lekoshro tachat lev, like from lev. The Rukhaim says you tie it under the heart, the, the chest, if you like, of the, of the animal. And lishpar is for noi. Or lihadak, back to the Gemara, ba'eta marzufim, or to help hold down the marzufim, the, the, the loads, the sakim. Then we say litloto betzavar behema, or to hang it around the neck of an animal. That is tahor. Now this refers to laws of dinetum and tara. In other words, why are these things tahor? I'll read it behind this important. It But the reason why if it's just to hold down the packs, the, the, the saddles, that's That is because it's a kli that's mishamesh that's assisting or attending to a kli of an animal. And not as something mishamesh adam, something mishamesh kli behema is not acceptable to tuma. And the shar and the other things we'll mention the Mishnah is because it's, uh, because tachshi behema, because the ain't tachshit behemah hashit kli. Because for laws in tumantara, a tachshit behemah, meaning something that's decorative, is not considered kli for tumantara. Okay, what's I got to do with what we were just saying this now? Braiding the hair of an animal. He says, Just as we, just as we saw, that something you put on for decorative purposes for an animal is not even considered a kli. Who are din godelet behemah? So too, Braiding the hair of an animal, since it's not the way to make such a noy for a behema, it's also not considered binyan. There, that's uh, that's the way he sort of learns from the case of Kalim and, and Tumantar. Okay. Now the Gemara there, however, says What's mukupalim and pshutim? That's if it doesn't have a beit kibul. It doesn't have a receptacle at all. When it's actually folded over, now you've got a beit kibul. The person can use it to store things. It has a receptacle. Then we say then it's considered a clean then tamer. Okay, so that closes off that sugya regarding tumantara. Let's continue. So if someone's kochelet, I would explain that's got to do with kotev, writing. And we said, we explained, that's where they use that uh, material to redden the cheeks. That's Mishum Tzobad. And we explained that in the mission. Now, Yitzhak Bar Urin says, Amar Ma Pligin. In other words, what's Machloket in our Mishnah regarding this, this, um, the, the Atzitznaku? Uh, we says, again, one second, if you take something, pick something from an Atzitznaku of your Chayv, if it's Enu Nakub Chachamim, says your Patur. However, if Shimon says, no matter what, you're always Patur. It seems to appear that even if it has a hole in its base, it's not considered attached. Okay, that's what you'd think. So the Gemara now says, Ma pligi. That's Beshalot Talash Kegenegat Negev. About Talash Kegenegat Negev, Af Rebbe Shimon's Bodek. What's Kegenegat Negev and not Kegenegat Negev? Here, Rukhaim explains it's referring to where the Negev is. I mean, we're talking about where the Negev is on the side of the cleave. That's when Rabbi Shimon says it's not considered attached to the ground. However, if the Negev is on the base of the cleave, then it Shimon would agree it's attached to the ground. Okay, that is the way again that Rav Yitzchak Bar Urian understands it. However, now we have a question by Rav Yirmiya. Rav Yirmiya, what if you have a kli that is in Eretz Israel and there's a nekev on its side on the side that's in Chutz 
In other words, it seems to be, do we say it draws a sustenance from Chutz Laaretz through the Nekev, or do we say it's considered something that grows in Eretz Israel and follow the laws associated with it, you know, of Eretz Israel? So it says, Eshkach, you find Amar, Eshkach, that which is a suffix for Rebiyirmia, is Pshita Rebitzak Ben Urian. It's obvious to Rebitzak Ben Now, again, Rebitzak Ben Urian said that if it has a hole in its base, then everyone agrees it's set to the ground. The Machloket is only if it's attached, if the hole is on the side. Okay? Meaning, it's Pshita for him that if it has a hole in the side, according to Chachamim, it's drawing a sustenance out the side. Okay, because that's a machloket in the Mishnah. Okay, however, uh, going to Rabbi Yirmi, he doesn't seem to understand the Mishnah that way. That's why he has a suffix, because presumably he understands the machloket is what it has a hole in its base. And therefore, we've got a question now. What does it mean now if I've got a hole in the side of it? Okay, um, ilin inan. Um, sorry, one second. Yeah, ilin inan churian. Now here we have to appreciate what's happening here. Here, this relates to we're sort of. It's, it's funny when the Gemara does this in Yushalmi, where it, it almost starts something in mid sentence. What, what I mean, uh, this refers to a brighter Masech the Kilayim, Reb Chaim explains. It says, In other words, there's no difference when it comes to an Atzitz Nakov and Nakov. Meaning, if it's got a Nekev, there's seeds inside this potted plant, that, and it has a Nekev at its base, we say, It doesn't come susceptible to Tumah, because, again, Hechsher doesn't affect something that's attached to the ground. And that's why the Gemara says, but one second, is that the only difference between a and a Nakuv? However, haven't we seen Atsis Nakuv? Let's continue. It says, This is referring to laws of Kilaim. Again, related to Mikilaim, so bring a case from Kilaim. If you've got Atsis Nakuv that holds it, hold in it, that's like growing wheat and you put it in a Kerem, then it's going to Mekadish the Kerem, makes all things else. If it doesn't have a hole in it, it's not considered as planted the Kerem. You see that there's many more laws. What do you mean the only thing that, that, that differentiates the two of them is Hefshaz Rain Bilvad? And it's Enu Machshir Tez Rain, Beshenu Akov, Beshenu Akov, Machshir Tez Rain. So that's another one in the list that we've already mentioned in the Mishnah. Hatolesh Matsis and Akov, Chai Beshenu Akov, Pater. If someone picks something on Matsis and Akov, it would be Chayev for doing Tolesh and Shabbos. And if it's Enu Akov, it'd be Pater. So, Therefore, how do we understand that brighter? So Rabbi Yossi Amar Stam, he's in his own name. And however, in other words, said, Rabbi Yossi just said this over. And Rabbi Chananya presented this, what we're about to read, in the name of Rabbi Shmuel Bar-Yitzak. He says, no. What are we talking about? He's saying, no, this brighter is the position of who Rabbi Shimon? That says, even if it's Nakuv at its base, it's not considered Mechubal Akarka, according to, again, obviously not according to Rabbi Tzavai Orion, but the way we're reading it now. Okay, so, and but there's a special exception when it comes to what Tizrayim. For some, what, why? My time, because it says, I'll call Zera Zarua Sheizareya. In other words, when it comes to Hechsher, in terms of uh, Zeraim to become susceptible to Zuma, there's a special Rebui that teaches us, oh, t- I should say teaches Rabbi Shimon, he understands that even though normally Atzitz Hanakuv is not considered Mechubal Akarka, when it comes to the Hechsher, you've got this Rebui to even include that case that the Zeraim would not be susceptible to Tuma if you say water these right. Okay? That's how we understand. In other words, that's why the Bright is saying that's the only difference because it's Shittab Rabbi Shimon. With that, we say, Adranalach Perechamatsnia, Adranalach Perechamatsnia, Adranalach Perechamatsnia. Okay, back to the laws of Otsar. Azurak Mushus Yach, Mushus Arabi, Mushus Arabi, Mushus Yachid Chayyim. If you, because what we're adding now, till now we've been talking about walk, carrying, walking, things like that. Now we're talking about Zurika, throwing. 
If you throw from Rishiyachid and it lands in Rishiyachid, or you're in the Rishiyachid, you threw something there and it lands in Rishiyachid, that is considered Chayev. The Gemara will assess exactly what Malacha that is. You'll see why, what I mean in a moment. You think isn't Hatzah, isn't obvious, but you'll see. What if you throw from Rosh Yachid to the Rosh Yachid, so from your house to your neighbor's house, and it goes over the Rosh Rabin? Now, the question is, are you chayv or not? And the Gemara will explain the debate, because we see Rabbi Kiva says you're chayv, Chacham says you're patur, and again, we'll have to understand why. Um, let's but let's begin with the Gemara. It says, Yachid. says, Zrika is a toladat hotza'ahi. You see that Zrika is now a derivative of actually transferring something by hand. And not what? Why else would I thought? Because you may have thought it's a tolada of what we call this moshit. If you recall, moshit is another way of transferring something from Rushusi Yachid to Rushusarachid over Rushusarabim. We relate this previously. That is that when they took the crushing from one of the wagons and passed it over to the other one. Because we said, there's a mission about regarding this as well. This, we said a parallel, this is like two balconies on the same side of, of the street, and you're passing it over Shusarabim from one balcony to the other, assuming the balcony is hanging over Shusarabim. So that you'd be chayef for. But we see here that if you're Zorek Shusarabim, then you'd be Pator. Mashmawat, the Zriki is not a Tolada of Moshit, otherwise you'd be chayef. It must be a Tolada of regular Hotzah. Okay. Now, and then it adds, Veloshnia ben aldate de Rebbe, you have to add the word Rebbe there, ben aldate Rabbanan vehushanacha. In other words, when you throw from Rishusayachid to Rishusayachid, derech Rishusayachid, you'd only be chayev if it landed there. Okay? Maybe it sort of landed, and you picked up and threw it over further or something. Okay, I'll read Rebchaim. Kolomad da Traveo ben the Rebbe ben the Rebbe Rabbanan, lo efken chayev berzorek Rishusayachid, 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 as we've already seen this in Misha, Pinya Reb of Chachamim, we'll see Pinya Rebbe soon. Says Ben Rabban and Dashmin and Besefa Mechayevei. When you chayev, that's only Bemoshe. Aval Bazorek, if you throw, not. As we've seen, the Rebbe Nami Eshkenem Mechayev Brayta, but Rebbe who you see in a Brayta, we'll see soon that is that. Oh, see now, really, we're explaining it. Bazorek, if you throw for Sarabim to Sarabim and Rosh Hashayachid Beemza, then he says you are chayev. Hayin Mishum B'Rosh Hashayachid like we'll, say, like we'll explain. So let me explain now. Now, what it's saying is we see there's a debate between Rebbe. Forget, Rebbe keeps in our Mishnah, he says, Yochayev. Chachamim in our Mishnah says, your pato from Rosh Hashayachid to Rosh Hashayachid over Rosh Hashayachid. However, there is a debate between Chachamim and, and Rebbe if you're throwing from Rosh Hashayachid to Rosh Hashayachid through Rosh Hashayachid. Okay? Chachamim says, your pato in that case also. It's there that Rebbe says, Yochayev, but... What the Gemara is telling us is that 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 Rebbe would agree if it's you're throwing from Rishiyachi to Rishiyachi again over the street, if you like, to your friend's house, then you would be also like a Chavim Pator, because it's only Chayif if it was Nach Rishiyachi lands Rishiyachi. Okay, now um, you have to understand this. Why? Let's understand the opinion of Rebbe. So Amar Barchuna B'Shem Rav Lo Chayiv Rebbe Ella Ali Derushus Hayachin Makora. In other words, when does Rebbe say you Chayiv for throwing from Rishus Ha? Rabim to Rushusarabim through Rushusyachid. So you can imagine there's two streets and there's a property in between you're throwing from one to the other. When does he say you're chayev there? Because when does he say Kluta Kamishu Hunchadami? Well, that's what we think. Well, that's the way we explain it. But initially we say, no, that's only if it's Makura. If you're throwing it like through a house. Okay. Why? Because once it's going through, if it's Makura, it's got a roof over it. Then we say, Baita Kamanda Naliadami, that it's like the house is refilled up and therefore it's like you've landed. However, 
Rabbi Yochanan's chilek is milta. Rabbi Yochanan, Amra afilu ena mukara. Even if it's not mukara, why do we know this? Because the Amar Rav Imi b'shem Rav Yochanan who should love her mechitzot. What's he talking about? This is referring to Rabbi Yochanan says milta. Rabbi Yochanan shivim the svirle. What's like a vush? Next one. I'm meeting the parakazorik. This is in Masech the Gitim. Okay. Detaninan. We learn that Mishnah. Haita omedet. She was standing on a gag, and her husband was throwing her a get. Vezarak la gag. Once it gets into the airspace of the gag, that's provided the gag has walls around it. And the get and the get lands within the airspace. And therefore, so you see, therefore, it doesn't even have to be walled. Uh, sorry, so it doesn't have to have a roof over its head. It just has to be, according to him, it has a wall around it. I'll have to understand that in Septuagintin. But it, already, if it's just in the airspace of Rosh Hashiachid, or within the, uh, let's call it within the wall space, at least, then it's considered, then you'd be, according to Rebbe, he'd be chayed, kluta, kamisha, hun chadami. Okay, there's much more to discuss. And this is Mr. Shem will pick up on um, Sunday. Have a good Shabbos, everyone. Shabbos.